Hello. Please consider supporting this podcast by joining our Movers Mindset Insiders program. Membership is $5 per month, and insiders get early access to podcast episodes, exclusive emails, and a private discussion area. You can also submit questions for the monthly guest Q&A follow-up episodes, and you'll get the occasional discount codes for cool swag. Interested? Read more at moversmindset.com slash insiders. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi, my name is Sébastien Foucault. And Sebastian has done so many different things, it's difficult to summarize him. And I think I would prefer to say that Sebastian is an explorer. Welcome, Seb. Welcome. Thank you. And today's podcast is likely to run longer than our usual format because we have so many things we want to talk about. And I want to remind everybody that the full transcripts of the podcasts are available on our website at moversmindset.com. Sebastian will invariably use some French phrases and words, and that's to be expected. I really appreciate that you're doing this in English. Thank you very much. Welcome, Seb. Thank you to have me here. So my saying explore in the introduction is a bit loaded. Most people would expect me to say many other things where they know you from. And I want to first talk about why you consider yourself an explorer. What's your journey? Um, why am I consider myself as an explorer? It's because it's the conclusion of a long process, which, I, which started when I was kids, basically, and leads me to be known as one of the founders of a global phenomenon, a movement called parkour, art du déplacement, or free running. People know her, people can hear more about parkour and free running. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I'm one of the I'm the guy who's responsible for almost all the name because the the original name is parkour, P A R C O U R S, which is the French word for an obstacle course. And um, and when I started with my friend, uh, as far as I'm concerned, we were just doing child play. We were just playing around. And we never had any idea that we would come up with something. Who wants to go play in trees? And out the door, everybody went. Mm, yes, that's it. So for me, um, but along the way, I always tried to understand what I was doing. So we call it parkour. Then it became art du déplacement, where we came as a group, uh, David, call it Parkour, P-A-R-K-O-U-R. Uh, David Bell is known as the founder of Parkour. Uh, P-A-R-K-O-U-R in the form of a legacy for his father. And then me being by myself, I say, okay, I want to develop my own thing. And I take the name Free Running. And uh, Free Running becomes something else because uh, for me, I keep on going on my journey as an explorer. And now I know I'm an explorer. Mm. And when you say free running became something else, do you mean that it became something else for you? Or do you mean that you found it had a life of its own, that other people were expanding it? And like, Yeah, absolutely. It becomes something else because uh, it's been taken by other people. And uh, despite me as a founder, I was still here. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people just decide, you know what, uh, this is what freeing is about. And uh, if you look at the video and everything, free running is... Uh, people using flip and tricks and they mix the it with... The videos that you see today. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, the videos you see today. It's literally shown the the landscape and how now the practice is, is, uh, is been done. Right. Say. And, and yeah. for you, if I understand correctly, mm -hmm. for you, free running was literally your, your way of expressing yourself. So you had a, a thing that was close to your heart, which you would consider parkour with a K, that, that you would consider you still hold true 
Um, but free running is something slightly different from that. Yeah, for me, uh, to be honest, the word parkour, free running, ADD, it's part of, uh, as I say now, it's a global phenomenon. It's people practice it, but I was more on a personal journey. And uh, uh, free running is just one aspect at a, at a part of, of, one, of a time. And, um, and yeah, that's all I can say about this. It's just like there is... It's for me. It's almost like an empty shell. It's like uh, you try to ex- you experiment as an explorer. You experiment things. So I knew I wanted to move away from parkour because it's the legacy of David, and I wanted to make sure that what I'm doing is come from me. So and no one come and claim anything from the stuff I deco- discover and the stuff I I I bring. Okay. So what do you think? Do you think anything when you see people? do things under the label of free running? Do you, do you like assess that and say, that's not the way I would do it? Or do you say you shouldn't have a cork at the end of the line that's not free running? Like how do you, you know, cause you're going to see so much of this thing that was your uh, creation. No, uh, to be honest, when I see people doing free running, I don't even look at it. For me, it's, it's uh, where, am I, where I am now is, is beyond that. You know, like for me, um, it's a physical activity and it's organic. It grows by itself. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. It's just become huge and it's just developed. So I let people do what they have to do. Uh, as the coach, I'm helping my students to grow as a person, uh, as well as coordination and f- like phys- physically. But um, talking about free running for me is just like uh, I don't give any comment to the people even I've got my my own uh, view on it it's just like it is as it is but the the original idea of free running was to move from one discipline to another discipline take what is useless and reject what is um, yes no take what is useful Useful, sorry and reject what is useless like Bruce Lee says and uh, and that's it because I've been inspired and I just explore I just keep on going I add things and I change and I adjust uh, and the purpose of it is liber- liberation and self-development. And just to be clear, um, I heard what you said, and I want to make sure that everybody else understands that that wasn't um, a mischoice of words. That you said to move from discipline to discipline, and you didn't mean that you mean literally to move from one discipline to another. So yeah. you're interested in looking at uh, Tai Chi or a martial art and, and yes. parkour. So parkour for you is one piece of that larger journey. And I yes. only, only point that out because some people who are listening, that's going to sound unusual. They're going to think that free running is just a new label that you put on something you were already doing. And uh, I think it's clear to me that free running for you is this journey of exploration. Yes, absolutely. And um, uh, as I say, it's like there is now officially there is three current. Okay, there is uh, parkour, there is free running, and there is ADD, all related to uh, those who were here at the early stage mm-hmm. of the of 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 the discipline. Uh, people need to understand also my background because I've got a background of a traditional sport. Uh, I've got a background of I'm an artist, so I I love everything related to art. I like to draw, I like to paint, and uh, I've got a background also with martial art, which I'm very interested in martial art. Not so much of a, of the combat form, but more about 
the the philosophy behind it and the application, the direct application for your life. And that's influenced my uh, what I try to do with the idea of moving from parkour to free running. No, moving from parkour to art du déplacement because I came up with the name art du déplacement and then to free running. Right. Let's dig even even deeper into this explorer idea. So tell me more about the journey, your journey as you see it and like where did the journey begin and where are you now? Where do you see it going? That Yeah, so I grew up in a family uh, uh, with uh, uh, four brothers, one sister. And I think when you grow and you're in the middle, you try always try to find out who you are because mm. you've got all, older yes. and then you're younger and you always try to, to detach yourself, to have your own personality. So I think it's a it's also um, that's part of my of my journey, and I've always been uh, I've never been bold and uh, um, audacious, and uh, I had vertigo, so I had a lot of things like uh, kind of introvert, and you see a lot of people like this in parkour. However, um, now I know better, so I can explain. Uh, now the map is clearer because for me it's a journey, and the journey for me is how can I. Um, get better from the mind, from the body and the environment because ultimately uh, we are caterpillar, we're crawling mm-hmm. all our life, we're struggling and we want to become that butterfly. And uh, all my training, practicing, whatever I do is related to how do I get the, how do I become the better version of myself? And uh, it goes with what I call the it's eight roots of the trees, which is body, spirits, or mind. I don't know if no, it's not exactly the same. Body, mind, environment, energy, uh, protection, relation, liberation, and instruction. So it's something also I try to write a book. I'm still struggling just to write my book. But <laughs> Writing is hard. <laughs> it, yeah, definitely. So it's something uh, uh, it, it dear to me a lot. And for me, parkour is, is really within the mind, the body, and the environment. Mm-hmm. And uh, but for me, everything I took is about life. It's more important than, I would say, parkour. So for me, uh, it started with the idea when I when I started like in 1989, around that with uh, with my friends to do this physical activity. I've got a background of traditional sport. My my dad wanted me to be a, a soccer player, mm-hmm. and uh, which we say football in football right in Europe. Um, uh, and to make a career with that. And it was the same with my brother, but we never did. And I practiced gymnastics. I, I did a lot of traditional sport before. Uh, then I met David, David Bell, which was very uh, driven. Uh, uh, yeah, he was very driven, right? He was really driven because he wanted to, to succeed and to show something to his father. And that's why I've been introduced, the first time I've been introduced to this form of movement, natural movement called parkour. Uh but that I wasn't looking for parkour. David was was he had a, a goal, which my my goal was just to be with my friend. But at the same time, I wanted to train myself to become better, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was just a body aspect at this time, really a physical aspect. Like if you watch Rocky, or if you watch uh, uh, Bruce Lee, where he was training. But of course, when you start to train your body, 
the mind. Body, yeah, soon, the, there's a yeah. soon there's a calling to also yeah. work on the mind. Yes, work with the mind, and then after you work on your mind, and later on I start to realize mind mind wasn't strong. So I've got in my genes, I've got some uh, qualities based on uh, say genes uh, uh, physically, but the mind uh, couldn't keep up. That's why I've got vertigo. And then there is uh, the beauty with parkour. It's got this analogy with obstacles and, uh, and challenge yourself and everything and make decision and everything. And that's where I can see I've got a, a lack of... Uh, yeah, through that, you can see that you have a weakness. You yeah, have got, a, a yeah. hole. I've got, I've got weakness. And uh, so I keep practice parkour. A parkour... Bring me that. I'm getting better by practicing parkour. But parkour also gives you a clear, uh, um, a different view on the environment. The way how you see the environment where you are children, when mm -hmm. you do parkour again, mm -hmm. is come back again. Yes. Something like, uh, sometimes people say, like, I would, I would, sometimes I say, it's not about learning, it's about relearning. Yeah, relearning, rediscovering. Somewhere yeah. along the way, yeah. I lost the ability to move and play. So I'm not really learning to move. I used to know how to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so and that's why I come up, now it's clearer because I work very, very hard on knowing what I'm doing. I know there is the three, the kind of triangle between the mind, the body, and the environment. And that's the key in order to become that butterfly. Mm. Some people, good body, The mind not, the environment not good. Some people's got the body in the environment, but the mind is not good, and so on and so on. But each time you see someone, I would say you, it's a well-balanced person. The mind is good, the body is good, and the environment is good. So it's not only you, it's, your, it's linked with how your environment is set up and also your surrounding. I always say that there are three major obstacles who prevent you to become the butterfly. Is I say it's the environment, your surrounding, and yourself. And the entire journey, the entire journey is to find out how can I get to uh, my full potential. Yeah, or? to my full potential. Because as we know, when you practice parkour, uh, everything around is being set up by, by other people. This right. is a culturally or anything. An architect decides yeah, it's supposed to be made like this. Yeah. It's there for some reason and yeah. it isn't for parkour. That would say a bench is made to sit down. So just sit down. But in another level, say, who decide that? And Uh, do I have the right to do this or, or this? Uh, some people will say, come down from these trees. Right. And you say, no, but I want to climb the trees. So it's the boundaries. Now it's just open you to the boundaries. So we, we're living in a, a world full of boundaries. And it's like we try to find out where is the true boundaries. And uh, it doesn't mean we need no boundaries. It's not at all. It's like yin yang. And, um, and then you'll see there is the, physical, uh, the environment, physical boundaries, okay, my, uh, this wall is this high, this is the fence, I cannot go over and everything, but also you've got the, the people around you, some people with different mindset, right? you know, between someone who's going to encourage you to climb a tree versus the other person who's going to say, no, you come down, do not do that. And, uh, and you can see this every single time. In, uh, it's based on your family. Uh, uh, and your local community and the society that yeah, you're in. We yeah, were, yeah. Yesterday we were talking about the East Coast of the United States, which some of us call the Northeast Corridor. And it, it tends to be very, uh, very aggressive, very um, mechanistic, very get out of the fast lane, you're slowing me down type of thing. And 
that presents a certain kind of challenge. And then you go west where you're going next. Uh, you go west and then things are very comfortable or, you know, there's like a whole different vibe there. And that's what, that environment that's beyond your control, but you choose how you react to it. How do you move forward? Mm. So, um, so that's it. And, uh, and the last one is yourself. It's the hardest part because it's about trusting yourself. But also more than that is to start to understand intuition is a sense. And as well as I can see, I can smell, I can test, I can hear, and I can touch. And uh, it's, it's only through exploring and moving from one discipline to another discipline that you can find out there is a common truth. Uh, and, uh, and that's it. And you start to tap into it because you start to realize that's what I was looking for. Rather, it's from Aikido, rather from uh, uh, martial art in general, a lot in a uh, Asian philosophy, but also a lot within within the artist. If someone is a pianist uh, or uh, someone guitarist, like a guitar and anything, anyone who's do with music and something, we're always related to uh, sensitivity and feelings, mm-hmm. and it's something normally people want to have stuff very tangible, but feelings exist, and uh, intuition exists too, and uh, and as I say, we try to find this. Uh, this truth. At the beginning, uh, parkour, or whatever people want to call it, is literally the activity we are doing when we're children, without any founder and everything. That's what we do. So now we're more mature. We just find out like uh, there is this is the way of there is an education here. So uh, parkour is the best tool to reconnect with your body, with your mind, and with your environment. That's why I say the three one. So that's, it can help you to become that butterfly. And I think that's why it's linked with freedom. And that's why people get so addicted to it. It's so excited. The <laughs> thing is, when you're with the environment, okay, uh, uh, you, uh, basically the environment is the teacher. Because he, it's almost like he gives you some uh, problem to solve. Yeah. And um, some people, as I say, they can... Just go, like if uh, what I call trekking, if you go to one place to another place from point A to point B, it's good. But at a certain point, you've got an obstacle course. That leads you to how, how do I overcome that obstacles? And, uh, and there is different type of character. And me, uh, when I was with my friend, my friend, they could push themselves. They could break the jump. That's how we call it, They're breaking the jump. And then you've got uh, um, kind of a very aggressive way, like you say, like, uh, uh, I command, you know, I'm the mind, I'm powerful. I, I, yeah, I, I command myself, yeah, not, I, command, I, not yeah. I command you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I command like, myself. No, Ready, yeah, go. We have, yeah. a, we have a button for that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything I'm saying is literally like, it's by yourself. You're, you're outside. You're just by yourself. And is there is a, there is a disconnection between the mind and the body. And you, sometimes in martial arts, they try to explain that, but it's very hard if someone is in front of you and punch you in your face. For you, this is my opponent. But the beauty with parkour, the opponent is the environment. And, and that's why you start to realize, oh my God, there is something very deep there. It's almost like meditation, but it's so much in mm-hmm. action and it's so much, like, so much in you. So you come up, like say, something in me, say, I can do this jump. And there is another part, say, oh my God, and you feel stuck. And as I say, there is people who can go through that, through like, uh, like getting pumped and everything, and then break the jump. And for me, it never worked. So I have to come up with what I call waving, and, uh, and the waving technique is literally get used to. It's like uh, instead of uh, 
force it, just let it go. And just, but you have to come regularly and practice. It's like someone who's got fear of water. Mm -hmm. You bring them one day, they just put their, their feet, yeah, just the customization. feet. Customization. Uh, customization. customization. Did you, do you have a French phrase for waving the jump? What do you call that internally? No, I use it in English. You use it in English. <laughs> because it's universal. <laughs> Someone, as I say with the word, because I come up with the word. So I, I believe, I believe uh, someone is gonna come up with a French word. French word for it. Yeah. So can you can you unpack it a little bit more? Like, so can I can I use this technique if I'm only training once a week, or is it like how? Okay. Basically, everything is linked with my concept because when I started with with everyone, it was pretty organic. Everyone's got their method, and they go outside their practice. For me, I need to find, like Bruce Lee say, I need to find the cause of my ignorance. So I need to write it down. Everything. That's why I start to do the classification. Within, uh, within parkour, try to really understand what am I doing and what is my problem. Mm -hmm. And uh, I come up with a lot of concepts. As you can see, I say I talk about the mind, the body, the environment, the three major obstacles, uh, the eight roots, uh, which we need to master or to, to work on it in order to get to this idea of peace. peace sorry. And, uh, and in my concept, I say I follow the season, I've got a graduation grade system. Yeah. Uh, I've got a maturity level. Uh, you see, so I've, I, I keep on working on that. And uh, the waving technique is one of them because when I start to getting uh, uh, opportunities and uh, I have some obstacles, some challenge to face, like people won't say, okay, I want you to go in this building and doing this yeah. jump. And jump with like some so consequence or... Me, right. so, oh my God, how am I going to do that? So that's also the concept of training came and the difference also between training and practice because everyone now we do parkour, everyone train. Everyone say, I'm going to go training. I'm going to go training. <laughs> do they? I mean, a lot of people say, and I've heard people say it to you because I'm often the fly on the wall in most things. And people say to you, I want to train with you. And, and there's this little moment of maybe hesitation on your part where you look at them like, that might not work so well. Yeah. And, it, and it's not coming from a place of, of pride or hubris. You know, you're not, not that you don't want to work with them, mm. but you, you know that it, it's not going not gonna to click. Yeah. Because for me, uh, I'm, I believe without being too much, I'm educated in energy. Oh, it may sound bizarre when I say that, but because of everything I look around from, uh, from uh, Asian philosophy and everything, uh, talking about the sun, uh, talking about the air and uh, like oxygenation, drink water, uh, listen to music and everything, I'm educated with energy. So I can, I can feel my yin-yang within me when it's time to, to, to move and when it's time to, to slow down. Um, and people don't have that. And also, because also I've got very traditional, uh, uh, educating in traditional sport, for me, training is serious. Training is for a purpose. And uh, I only train for a big project. I, I some can, specific yeah, goal. something specific. I can and train for like a move, for a move or something like that. But it's, this is not the training I'm talking about. I'm talking about the training for lifetime, like uh, Michael Phelps, who trained to to win the Olympic, or Roger Federer, who tried to run uh, the Grand Slam. You know, that's the training I'm talking about. So when someone can say, oh, I'm training too. So no, you're not training because you have no idea. That's your life. You've got one life and you need to to see the big pictures in your life and you need to 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 direct this energy. First of all, first step, you need to understand how you use that energy. Some people, they can go through pain. 
They cannot. They've never been educated to that. They see blood in their knuckles. You know, if they do like, I don't know, right. uh, quadrupedi. One quadrupedi on and one slip. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, or the nose is bleeding. They think that's the end of the world. And something, some people are crying and they think it's crying is, 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 it's over. I'm like, I don't know, but you can cry by, by passion and because you're pushing, you know, there is a lot of stuff you need to understand. But once you understand, like you can have this, you can canalize this rage or whatever you call it of, of passion of anger, whatever it is, it is pure energy, mm-hmm. then what do I do with energy? When you're a teenager, you spend it all over the place. Mm-hmm. But when we become more mature, it's like a, a, arrow, a arrow with a target. Uh, an arrow, right, sorry. Uh, sorry an arrow, <laughs> arrow, I use it H every single time. <laughs> I understand we need to use the H, but I use it anytime. So sorry guys for that. So yeah, uh, arrow. And you've got a target, so it's more efficient when you, you aim for the target. Once you know that, say, okay, now, okay, I know how to train all my time. I can train like uh, all week, all months, all years, but what is it for? Mm-hmm. Then when you, this, okay, you stop a little bit, so okay, now you start to think about what do I want to do. That's why people say, I want to train with you. No, you cannot, because what is your purpose? What is your goal? If someone's if if we've got the same goal, okay, then like, maybe if yeah, our personalities like, uh, click, football, we might. American football team, they've got the same goal. They better make sure they've got the same goal because they're gonna be kick, they're gonna be kicked out because man, you just slow us down. Everyone goes for the same direction from the nutrition from the, that's that's what training is about: nutrition, timing, rest, motivation, talk. Uh, um, uh, yeah, physicality, the whole yeah, design. everything from the technique from the. From the mental, from the physical, everything. That's training. What that that is what training is about for me. So, what's the alternative from training? The alternative is it's practice. It's practice, and it's more holistic way. And doesn't mean you don't progress, but it's more like, uh, yeah. It's for me, training is is hard. It's not funny. Okay, even with passion, you can go through it. But when it's finished, you're happy. When yeah. it's finished, because training you achieved has, the goal. Training has sacrifice. Training has oh, risk. Yeah. Practice is, is nicer. It's like, a, it's linked with fun, it's playfulness. Um, and we're not, we're not distinguishing here between, we're not saying that practice isn't physically grueling. Practice is quite, you know, should be grueling. It should be oh, physically yeah. challenging, yeah, yeah, mentally yeah. Yes, challenging. Absolutely. But, but you're not damaging your body. Right. Because also, as I say, uh, even I watch traditional sport. Uh, yesterday I was watching the playoff, as you can see. Mm-hmm. You see? I can watch. <laughs> I can absolutely watch con- competition and everything. But... I'm educated, so my body, I respect it. I'm not doing that because I know after 30 years, 40 years, it's over, okay? And I love moving. Mm -hmm. My body is my vehicle. I always say that. Your life as a road, your feeling as a guide, your body as a vehicle. And that's the ethos. That's, that's That's my teaching. That's my legacy. And that's what I live. Even everything I say, it's not about try to argue with anyone. This is what I share is my journey. It's like, this is where I am now. If people don't need to understand, oh my God, it make a difference between practice and training. So when do you train? Oh, uh, when I had the opportunity of being in James Bond movie, yeah. trust me, I was training myself for that because I knew it would be so unbalanced. The amount of work uh, they will ask me to do, I need to prepare my body for that. Right. And okay. perform on the spot. Ready? Go. Yeah, yeah. Right. And now there is nothing. So it's like it's like the sword of a samurai. It's like I'm not taking off every single time. I'm you know, it's sharpened a little bit. Now I take care of it. It's there, ready to cut if they have to cut. But most of the time I see the curve, I try to make a nice curve instead of uh, uh like really uh, abrupt. 
uh, oh right Instead curve of, of prog- uh, curve of um, if, like, yeah explain sorry <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian's waving his hands, drawing down that doesn't work in audio. Um, so he's talking about you're talking about the lines and and sharp changes and and physical yeah, stress. Yeah, yeah, because everything is for me. That's why I say again, educating in energy. You need to understand everything is cycle and everything has a beginning and an end. Probably not, but that's something you know after you you passed away. Mm-hmm. That's something we don't need to worry yet because we're in a lifetime here. So for the moment so far, there is an up and down, mm-hmm. okay? And, it's, and you can see it in traditional sport, okay? Now it's this curve of uh, I knew nothing and I, I'm in the peak of my, my performance to now I retire, now it's finished, okay? How can I stretch it so I can hold as long as possible and I can move? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're someone who likes moving, I can move and I don't have back problem, knees problem. Uh, and so on and so on. When I when I start to understand that, because after I did uh, nine months uh, working in the highest level, like it was three months uh, in a James Bond movie, then I go straight away six months touring with Madonna. Uh, my body was completely crushed, you know, like and I was crushed physically, mentally. mentally and, uh, see, so I need to go back to that, and then my discipline was even stronger because I start to. I'm back into a journey of, okay, now I'm going to take care. I'm going to take care of myself. And, and that's where that's where I am now. It's like, uh, um, yeah, like I talk about energy. It's like, uh, I know now it's cycle. I know everything. I know that's why I come up with the seasonality. Mm-hmm. I say, you know what? <laughs> it's spring. And you can feel when it's spring. As soon as you see, like you can hear the birds say, your entire body reacts to that. You're yep. so happy it's going back. Then after you've got summertime and then it's, yeah, that's where you want to, to express yourself. That's why I call it expressing summer. And then after I call it smooth autumn because now the leaves start to fall and everything. That's why I say, usually we keep yeah, moving. Lower impact and, and like Low longer, impact, like exactly. a, if you, if a longer period. So the, yeah, if yeah. you're into frequencies and wavelengths, the, the periodicity goes down and things get smoother. Yeah. And you've got three months. Three months is very good for the tendon to recover. Very, very good. So, and then you can switch to, it doesn't mean you stop practice, like Bruce Lee said, running water never grows tail. Right. So for me, it's like, oh, do I have to stop? Maybe not. So it took me, I'm still in experimenting f- phase. Everything I say is not like uh, uh, written in the marble. like Written in stone. Right? Yeah, written that, you see. It's like, but I'm I'm working on it. And for me, and I'm a be- believer what I'm doing. I'm an explorer. And then, uh, as I say, and then after this uh, sanctuary winter, it's where like you can literally... Uh, almost like a bear, you can hibernate. Mm-hmm. Sometimes make joke about that, and that is almost what I do. I, that's what I do in the winter. I, I have like lists of books and things and collections and cross connections, and and like I go into winter like I, I got so much I need to do, and and a lot of it looks like me sitting in a chair, but you know I, I stand up, I need to move around a little bit, and I sit back down and I'm taking notes, and 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 then when spring comes around, you you're just like raring to get outside and yeah. raring to start moving. And sometimes, like I say, you can do recall. Like uh, uh, to not forget, let's say you've been in summer, you've been something, you've been moving quite well. Uh, there is no problem, like, uh, because it's three, almost three months. So during autumn, if you want to go outside and jump, there is no problem about that. But the, the, the intensity in the, during the three months is reduced. So you can imagine the impact in the body is lower. We're mm-hmm. not following uh, the calendar of a traditional sport, which I respect because 
they choose. It's like a contract, a non-written, non-written contract right, right. about I'm on back on a journey where I'm going to sacrifice my body, but it's for the middle. It may be, it will maybe change my life because sometimes a career literally yeah, completely is built on that yeah, accomplishment. It can, it can build, uh, change your life and lift you up, and then you you end up as a reporter or anything. You know, like it can really, it can be very beneficial, but it's a choice you make. And for me, I choose my, I want my vehicle, my body, the horse, as I say, mm-hmm. if, if I'm the cavalier and the, how do you say that? You say the other way. The rider. The rider. Yeah. <laughs> I say, yeah. If I'm, you see, me as a rider, the guys who decide, okay, I respect the horse, the, the vehicle who bring me from point A to point B, which is a definition of parkour. Okay. And then after uh, you need to decide. And I know I'm in a holistic journey. That's that's why I make my choice. I'm in a holistic journey. So for me, it's pretty, pretty simple. That's why most of the time I practice and I don't train. But sometimes there's some circumstances because I've done a lot of stuff in my in my career, in my life, and I can have a, a opportunity. It's like the ripple effect. No? When you throw a, a, a rock into... A, into oh, a ripple into, effect, sorry. Yeah. I sorry, thought you said it sorry, in French. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Your English yeah. is correct. So, yeah, you see, and it's, it does something. So I already did it. Even like when I talk now, some people will listen. It will resonate for, for some people and it will go back to me. Yes. So let, let's talk about that. So some people who are listening, I, I'm, I'm betting people are listening going, this is not at all what I expected you to be saying. I expect you to be talking about, you know, insert history. And I find it, this resonates with me. I understand what you're talking about. It makes sense to me. And I know that there are people that it doesn't resonate with. So what's, what's going on there? Why are there some people that this, that what you're saying is like, oh, that's excellent. I need to go think about that more. And other people are like, what are you talking about? It's because they're not in demand for that. As I say, there is the maturity level. It doesn't mean they're immature. This is just where they are. It's like a journey to become to from the caterpillar to butterfly. And in maturity system, as I say, there is age of roots, age of fire, age of water, age of air. Okay. And in between, as I say, you wave. And someone who's age of fire is in demand for something very particular. Someone who's age of water, like me is in demand for something very particular. So water, talk with water, it resonates. Water, talk with fire. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Fire, speak with fire. Someone I would say like, um, uh, it's, 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 it's a phase. I, I, I used to be fire, okay? I used to be roots. I need to, because roots is like I try to understand what I'm doing. I have no idea what it is. And I'm, I mean, I'm really want, I'm I, I, I seeking for knowledge, mm-hmm. okay? Edge of fire is like, okay, I got it. Get out of my way. Let me show you. I have things to do. Let's go. I am the one, you know, like <laughs> this is kind of like this. It's a bit caricature, but this is it. And uh, and then edge of water, say, you know what? Okay, I've done it for a long time. I've, I had my bruise and everything. I need to understand why I'm doing that. And then that's where also you, you read more, you listen more, you're more sensitive, you've got so much experience, so much thing. So you try, and that's why the, what I say that, what, the stuff I say now resonate to only those who are available for that. And age of air, as I say, it's the, it's where is they let it go. It's just like, now I know I won't be here forever. It's a fact. Uh, I can feel it. Uh, my uh, my stamina maybe is lower. My 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 performance is mm-hmm. lower. Everything, and they accept it. So they don't take part into any battle. They can make some suggestion, but mm-hmm. they don't take part of anything because they know it's it's, it's fertile. That's why it's very linked with uh, meditation. It's more like now. It's, I think 
I always say that this is where you start to enter to the world of uh, the other world, I would say. Mm -hmm. The stuff we don't know, you know, the, the stuff like uh, from religion or non-religion people. It's like you still have, as an intuition, you know there is something, you know. And everyone can argue for hours and hours but say, no worries, you'll soon, sooner or later. You, you will know. <laughs> we hope later, but you, you will get it, okay? And that's where the art of let it go, that's why, okay, I've mm -hmm. done all my journey, long journey, and now I enter to this world, uh, I'm, I've got, I start to have more wisdom. Well, some people are old, but they have no wisdom, but anyway, <laughs> but that's the way it is. <laughs> Want more? Check out moversmindset.com slash insiders for a bunch of additional features. This was episode 16. For the show notes and full transcript, go to moversmindset.com slash 16. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.